Marty Plum, and I am your host of a Pit and a Napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to a very special edition of a Pen and a Napkin. It is episode number 75, which is significant enough, but I am thrilled and truly, truly honored and excited to have three of my former players sitting around the campfire with me here, and and we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to have a, a, a players episode here, former players episode, a roundtable, and we're just going to talk about the perspectives of coaching from, from the from former players look so uh kaylee barker how you doing kaylee i'm good how are you i'm good are you a little nervous right now uh, yeah kind of <laughs> you are all right laura dishler the former laura spear it's me that's hey, you Reed. yes it's still weird i almost type in spear on the title me too. of it yeah 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 and tara cannon the recent college graduate tara cannon hell yeah Gainf- gainfully employed Employed, yes, 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 I am. Yeah, that's very yeah. good. All right. So, but before we get uh, into the conversation with these very nice young women, uh, that feels weird to call you guys women now instead of girls, girls, girls. or whatever you know. But Skyhawks. lady hawks, lady hawks, lady hawks. Yeah, there you go. Before we get going with them. Uh, we want to thank our founding sponsor, COSAC Chiropractic, located at 144th and Maple here in Omaha. Coaches, if you have an athlete who is struggling with balanced neck or spinal issues, have them go see COSAC Chiropractic. Just give them a call at 402-964-0300. Just be sure to let Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi know that a pen and a napkin sent you. Follow us on Twitter at a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on the Twitter handle, so be sure to follow us there. Obviously, if you're listening, you're on SoundCloud or iTunes, so be sure to download Download, rate, and review the podcast. Give us five stars so we can get the word out to gain momentum in the ratings. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. How are we doing tonight, kids? Doing well. Good. Doing Living well. the dream. Weather's nice. It is. It is a beautiful evening. Yeah. Um, we got the fire pit going. Uh, everything is, is, is very good right now. I'm this this is this is really cool. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Thanks um, for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and uh, took a year of begging, but <laughs> year and a half. Year and a half. We did My the bad. math. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Canon Canon was the one that instigated all of this, and ever since you started it, she's been asking. <laughs> yeah, she has been. I have three children, and they haven't asked for things as much as Canon has been asking to get on. Let this me podcast. ask Todd. It's true. Yes, yes. I and the prerequisite was you had to graduate from college first and so what? you did it you did it i don't think that was a prerequisite we're <laughs> <laughs> just waiting on you sister oh there you're in grad school yeah but she graduated that's grad my school <laughs> oh we may not get anything done today. <laughs> we may not <laughs> that's okay no uh this is this is great you guys know how much i love you and um this is just awesome to, to spend more than anything else. I mean, we got these microphones on and stuff, but we just we just get to spend time together, and that's what I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So, um, so why don't you guys talk about your athletic experiences, your your uh, careers, so to speak, kind of your background, some things that you guys were involved in as as athletes, um, you know, competitively, that type of thing. We'll start with Tara. You know what you know. Not just basketball, but other things that you did, maybe, you know, starting in high school, we'll say. Okay. High school, um, so, a little background. The two ladies that are here with me, they have been my best friends, and I met them because of basketball. 
And freshman year, I actually played volleyball, not my cup of tea. Basketball is kind of always just the one I've played since I was super young. Um, so, played basketball, played volleyball for a little bit, but played basketball all of high school. Um, still best friends with these other two ladies. Um, college came around. I ended up going to play basketball down in Atchison, Kansas for a year. Didn't really like it down there. Kind of was homesick. So I decided to come back closer to home. And I went to Midland University in Fremont, Nebraska. Which oh. is where Laura goes. Um, I'm sure she'll did tell go. you about that. Did go. Oh, did go. My yeah. bad. Yep. Sorry. Still, no biggie. <laughs> still getting used to graduating college. <laughs> um, so I played basketball there for a little bit. Um, yeah. Laura? Yes. (laughs) Um, I went to Scott same time as these two girls did. I played volleyball for two years and then played basketball all four. I did track for two years. Um, Tore my ACL, so kind of stopped track after that. But Tara and I were also the Manahawks, which were (laughs) um, Skyhawk managers for the volleyball team. So that was fun. Um, Part of I Along with my daughter. Yeah, Yeah, she was already. Yeah, I love it. We were the fat, well, part of the founders of that, but... Um, basketball was kind of the heart and soul, though, of what I liked. And then I went on and played basketball at Midland um, for four years. And so I was super pumped when Tara came and transferred there because we got to be together again. Um, and then I graduated last May. I'm now a high school math teacher at Elkhorn High School. And I coach um, at Elkhorn North High School. Yeah, it's – don't worry, your your former head coach is not bitter that after 25 <laughs> years I still don't have a state championship and you coach for, what, three weeks and you have a state championship. But it's okay. It's 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 really fine. Don't worry about I, me. I was very fortunate to, to be in that position. Yep, yep, I tell people so I didn't right. have anything to do with it, but it was fun to be part of the ride. I thought that the way you pumped your fists after every big play was integral to everything. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I really encouraged it. Really it really just it was. a good bench. Did you learn that from you? <laughs> Yes, I didn't you did. You did. didn't do that. I, I, yes. I, I, when we beat Sioux City, I remember that. South Sioux City. Oh, yeah. Well, there was. There's a lot of that. Well, there was a number of different things. Emotions that, in that one. That, that came out of that one. Uh, yeah. You know, and that was, uh, that was your guys' sophomore year, wasn't it? I, I thought it was your senior year. I couldn't tell no. you. No. Everything blends together. Yeah, it kind of blends together. But but no, I mean, um, I at that time when I could actually move, you know, I kind of wanted to be in the fight with you guys, and sometimes I just get a little just get on the court. I totally feel that. Yeah, totally. Pass me the ball. Pass me the ball. Yeah. So, um, Mark. Um. So in high school, I did softball, basketball, and track all four years. Um, athlete of Scott Catholic, right? Didn't yeah, you win that award? Win athlete of the Ath- year. Yeah. Women, Skyhawk athlete, yeah, whatever that was called. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, and then after high school, I decided to retire. <laughs> and I went to... I'd like to announce my uh, retirement. Yeah, you know, <laughs> those, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I went to Lincoln for my undergrad. I graduated in December of 2019. And ever since then, I've been in master's program at UNL in school counseling. So I'm supposed to be graduating next May. And that, ooh, ooh. this fall, I should be a school counselor. So let's just hope all goes well and get to graduation. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's that's awesome. And 
you know, you guys have done so many good things just in the, the five years that you guys have, have graduated. So these are these girls graduated in 2016. Um, so, and we've, gosh, like with, like, most of you guys has been, like, since you were, like, in seventh grade, mm-hmm. probably. Because yeah. I started coming around, like, program. eighth grade. Yeah. But I think yeah. Laura was before that. Yeah. 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 I think it was sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. And um, so we've, you know, the thing as I get older, the, the thing that I like about coaching the most, the things that I cherish the most about coaching is just stuff like this and just staying in touch with you guys. And, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but your dad sent me a, a text of uh, you walking across the stage the other day, and, the, and you know, my dad, yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah, me and Bob, Bob. yeah, <laughs> shout out Bob. <laughs> but you know, it was, uh, you know, those those are the things that that I like, and especially with my kids. My kids are not much younger than yours, mm-hmm. um, so I don't have kids. You know, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, what's uh, what's kind of looking back on it? You know, what are and we're going to kind of delve it. We're, you know, this is kind of the 30,000 foot question and then we'll kind of dig into it, but just kind of some of the things that you think back on with your athletic career as, as former players. And the emphasis is we just want to talk, you guys, you guys are old enough that you've got a pretty good perspective of what it's like to be a former player mm-hmm. at, at various different levels, whether it's college or high school. Uh, but you're young enough to kind of, you know, still remember a, a good chunk of the details of, of things, you know? And so, you know, looking back on your career, you know, what are kind of just some of the big takeaways, um, you know, the things that stick out, the things that jump out at you when you think back to your to your time in uniform? Like favorite thing or just like I, mean, I mean, just kind of in general, I guess, you know. I, for me, and this is like... I don't know, but I feel like the bus rides were always my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, I feel like that's where a lot of our relationship building, like, started and ended. You know, I feel like that's where a lot of that began. And then, like, it just carried on to the court as well. You know, I feel like then we created that relationship on the bus and then got to know more about each other. And then on the court, we still have that same chemistry. And I feel like you could tell that. You could tell Mm -hmm. that we all connected and... Well, I would agree. I mean, you, I, I, you know, I know you guys were a close knit group, and that carried out onto the yeah. floor. That you, you know, you, you you played off each other very well. You know, that type of thing. What about you guys? Um, um, I would probably have to say like when you're younger, um, like when we were freshmen, we kind of like saw how the relationships between other teammates were and we like us three well me laura kaylee and anna who's not with us yeah we're missing anna Anna, but it was it was us four um like we saw how stuff was um going on between teammates and we knew from then that we didn't like it and so we knew that when we were that age or like even when we were freshmen we didn't want to treat anyone like that. We didn't want to be treated like that. Uh-huh. So we kind of had, we kind of knew the culture that we wanted when we were older. I feel like we made team chemistry like a priority. Yeah. Because, like, you can be so, you can be, like, have great players, mm-hmm. but if you don't click, like, off the court, there's just, it's just going to be that one missing thing yeah. when you're playing on the court with everyone. And, I know, like, I've played on teams where we all get along, but I've also played on teams where everyone just yells at each other the whole time. 
and yelling at each other isn't going to solve anything. Um, so I think my biggest takeaway was like realizing what kind of leadership we wanted to have and going forward from there. Uh-huh. And I think that's such a, a good observation, you know, and you know, in the in the situation that you're talking about, and I know what you're talking about, and we all know what you're talking about here, obviously we lived it, you know. Um, sometimes there's you know, as a coach, there's only, you know, and Laura, you can kind of speak to this a little bit now, now that you're a coach, but there's only so much you can do. There's only so much of those things that you can address and try to take care of if you, but if you don't know, or you don't know where to start addressing it, you know, so like if you had to go back and, and, and talk about the situation that you're talking about, you know, do you, do you wish you know, you know, maybe I should have gone to our coaches and said, here's, here's the exact thing going on here with person X, Y, and Z, you know, because in the situation you're talking about myself and the other assistant coaches, we knew there was something, we knew there were things, but we couldn't, yep. and we had a good idea, but it's kind of like, it was circumstantial evidence. We didn't have like, you can like insert proof, yourself. proof. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, how, how would you, you know, how would you suggest coaches handle those things, you know, in that regard? I mean, do we just sit down and hash it out? Or, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I kind of feel that, but then also yeah. I feel like even just, like, meetings every so often with individual grades. Like check-ins? Yeah. Yeah. Like, even before school, hey, 10 minutes, let's meet before, you know, like, let's check in. How yeah. are things going? What's good? What's not working? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, like, whether it's weekly, every two weeks. You know what I mean? I feel like to a point, it doesn't need to be all the time. Yeah. But even or just maybe those check maybe not best if everyone's all together. Because right. it's hard to speak up when, like... Well, especially as a freshman, you know yeah. what I mean? You're not going to say... Uh, some freshmen aren't going to say anything if they're seniors. Most aren't. Them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in that role. So I feel like even yeah. just, like, check-ins like that... You know, we tried to do that. I mean, we had our unity council and we had our things Mm -hmm. and we tried to, but when, when you're, you know, again, you know, if, if you can't, if you know the, there's circumstantial evidence, but you don't have the smoking gun Mm -hmm. to really address it the way that you would like, you know, that's, that's the frustrating thing. I just feel like sometimes in the middle of the season, like you want to address it, but it almost can make things worse. So like, it's a tough, it's a, I mean, I think every situation is different. But I mean, I'm a person who doesn't like confrontation as much, so sometimes I felt like to get a, like it's easier just to fake it till you make it for like yeah. ten more games than to make the locker room super awkward. I don't know. So I think it depends on the situation. It depends on the people. Yeah. See, I would like more confrontation because I like confrontation. And I, no. <laughs> I feel like. I mean, I don't. I just I like when people are like honest, and usually I can like read the room and. Mm-hmm. know what's going on but I could see I could see how like being as a coach you wouldn't know how to approach that situation mm-hmm. but well, I like Kaylee said I think like checking in mm-hmm. like that maybe individually like Laura said or as a group because I know when we were all freshmen we all were thinking the same thing mm-hmm. we were also at different levels to our freshman year mm-hmm. yeah you know what I mean like that yeah like yeah, yeah, so I feel like, like that's, me, that's, that's, that's true. We were yeah. all at different levels. Yeah, like me and Kayla, we didn't see like we didn't see a lot of like you and Anna, Anna, yeah. yeah. Jaden at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. I don't know. 
See, I would take a more confrontational approach, but I can see and how I, that would be intimidating to younger players. Yeah. I take a more of a learning approach. Like, yeah. Make a change, <laughs> yeah. make sure, make a change for the future. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that as I get older, the more you, you just go, uh, I'm just not going to... Whether... I'm going to make the circumstantial evidence fit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you're younger... Um, and you have the experience of 10 extra years or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the number is from, from that. Um, you just go, okay, I'm not terribly happy right now, mm-hmm. but you're not terribly But I'm in charge, and if anybody's going to be unhappy, it's not going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I feel, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like uh, that is something that, that I think I would have done differently at 47 than I would have at 37 yeah. mm-hmm. you know where it's just like okay look you're gonna sit in here we're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. figure this out and if you don't figure it out I'm gonna come in here and figure it out because this stuff ain't working mm-hmm. well and I was gonna say even as a coach finding your Tara Cannon set like confrontation and just being like you know what what's going on with the team <laughs> hash it out with them and then right yeah. and then sometimes time, it does sometimes it's just a conversation out, and then, then you're the done coach will come in you know well, what I mean? yeah. yeah it and, just depends well, and, and as a coach you, you don't want to the more you have to talk the worse it is you want yeah. you want, you want right. the you want the players to take for care sure. of it for sure and again in a perfect world now most of the people that are listening to this are high school coaches it's hard for a 14 15 even 17 18 year olds to be mature enough to handle those situations mm-hmm. yeah. and 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 i think you have to teach your players how to handle those mm-hmm. situations the right way um because there is a right and wrong way and you, yeah. you can say well players you handle it and then players handle it right and it gets worse makes it, worse. <laughs> yes. it makes it worse for sure it well and then you have like all those all the parents breathing down your neck about something going on that week but yeah i could yeah i think see how you're in a tough situation like and i even feel like with our program we were kind of like a smaller team especially when we were like freshmen sophomores like like we really got bigger our junior and senior years yeah like i can't imagine like bigger schools like that'd be hard that'd be a completely different situation Mm -hmm. than like our class b small school you know what i mean Uh well and like even like i think we had like a great relationship with you Uh yeah you also create like but we but like we created that and like and also like no matter how good of a relationship you have like there's always going to be something in the back of that teenage girl's mind like (laughs) can i trust this guy like he's my coach like Mm -hmm. no matter how close you are so i think it's kind of just establishing what um like what approach you want to take to like beef that happens on the team and stuff Mm -hmm. well and 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 maybe I'm wrong, and and only the the other people that can, the, the, the you know, you're the only three people here talking about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't think the relationship building that I did with you guys was all that much different no. than Mm-mm. what I did with any and, other group. No. You know. I, I think it's all about an attitude. I'm a hundred percent attitude girl. And like, you can come to practice with a mindset and like, if you're set on that, that's how it's going to be. So I I feel like we kind of came down and had the mindset, like we're going to make the best of this. Like Uh we might not be super happy one day or we might not agree with everything that's happening, but like it's, it is what you make it. And so if you commit and put trust in your coaches and your teammates, it's going to be 10 times more fun than if you didn't do that. Yeah. I I don't know. I just think some people had different attitudes than us. Uh 
like how you approach it on a day to day basis. Yeah, and yeah, you know, like so. we also fed off each other too. Like if I knew Tara was having a bad day, I'm like, hey, you know what? We all knew Tara. I got was you. A bad day. Like, <laughs> hey, <yeah>. easy now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you sound bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Tara, you're the you're the only player that ever. Uh, I, I drew blood for you one game. You did. You, you made me bleed one game. Did you? You, you, you didn't know that. There was, was a game. You the I, trash can? No, I didn't. no. Oh, I'm talking no. about that already. <laughs> you know, I had to bring it up. No, uh, I believe it was Sioux City West, and they and they were pressing they us. And, and yeah, yeah. And and you were supposed to be in a certain spot in the press break that we had. I felt like it worked very extensively, and I was very oh, clear in my did. instructions. And Tara did not do what card? I wanted her hey. to do or wasn't doing, so we called a timeout. Or I called a timeout, and I made my point known, and I smacked the clipboard, and I actually cracked the clipboard when oh, I smacked I remember it. That. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And like snapping half like, uh. And but what? Yeah, I'm very sure you were there. <laughs> and I, I, I think I still have a scar on my <laughs> hand when it was, and I started bleeding, but I couldn't. Okay. T- I couldn't. It hurt so bad. <laughs> But I couldn't show, show, show you how much pain I was in. But I'm like, oh, God, I think I'm bleeding. But, oh, God, you know. And, uh, so, uh, I can hear it And now. I bet Tara just walked right back in the court. Like, yeah. No, okay, I think, I'll I, do that, Coach. I, I, yeah, I, I think she actually said after that time for a while. So, uh, but, um, you know, what, what was your favorite part about just competing? What do you enjoy most about team sports and competing? I absolutely love being part of a team. Like, I don't care what it, like, I don't know. I just like working with people for a common goal. And I I just think the relationships you form, I mean, look, I I couldn't tell you any of our records, sorry, but I, (laughs) Kaylee and Tara and Anna are people who I talk to, like, pretty frequently, and people who I care about, and those relationships are formed through that, and I don't know, it sounds cliche, but relationships and the people you meet are the most important so that's i mean my biggest takeaway too i feel like sports in general have so much to apply to life like work ethic and Mm -hmm. setting goals and so much can transfer to later in life and so i i don't really get to answer the question earlier but the biggest takeaway is that and that was my favorite part is like just what i learned from the sport and how i'm using it now as a teacher and as a coach Mm -hmm. the people who get to support me doing that yeah i'm a huge relationships based type person and that's a hundred percent agree with you laura like that's, I mean, all my best friends came out of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I was gonna say what they said, <laughs> but yeah, like well, like Kaylee mentioned earlier, like the bus rides. Like, no one wanted to ride the bus from Sioux City back to Omaha, but we did it, and <laughs> we were all jacking around. Half the bus was sleeping, but. Yeah, I, I would think, like, I still remember those times, and like Laura said, like, I couldn't tell you who we beat, who we, like, lost to. I mean, but some I, I can But I remember <laughs> trying your trench coat on at Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> After we got in the car accident right before. <laughs> yeah, and Plum does wear a trench coat. All you <laughs> listeners out there. Maybe not now, maybe switch No, I, I have a new one. Oh. oh. I just like the way it looks. You have to stay Sue warm. Me. And the fact yeah. that you didn't find out about it until our banquet when somebody You're welcome. put the Laura, up. Laura yeah. ratted me out. It was funny. The picture came it up, and you just see Plum turn his head and look at <laughs> he Tara. He stood like, up, and I was like, uh. But I, you know, you guys, again, you know I'm kind of an idiot. 
And well, but I think it's important. <laughs> like that, you said it. Not <laughs> eating it. <laughs> Uber. But, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think it's important that. You know, there was a time where, when we were serious, and there was a time when you guys knew it was oh, not time to be fun, but we always made time to have fun right. along the journey. Yeah, I like, thought. what are and those days? Those days we got surprise, surprise days. days. I love surprise day. That was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's always fun. It's That's that's just a... And, like, this year, at my new job, those kids had no idea. Yeah. That, that oh, we were going to I'm sure See, we so all, we all we were had trying an to inkling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. would always... It would kind of always be around the same time of year, too, because you're like, okay, we don't have a game for, like, a week. Like, it, you know he's going to throw it in here <laughs> Well, and then he'd come in practice mad, and you rarely came in practice mad, and I'm like, it's surprise day. <laughs> <laughs> He thinks he has us fooled, though. I don't you know, know if you noticed, but we had it, like, mapped out. We yeah. all, like, whispered to each other. Is it today? Maybe but there was one time we went through a good chunk of practice, and we're like, oh, my God, okay, maybe it's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, you actually were making us sweat. Yeah, we're like, oh, like, oh, no. oh, no, we didn't put our braces on. We didn't think we yeah. <laughs> I might break my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you miss it? I thought it was surprising. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> No, what what surprise day is for, and I don't think I've I don't think I've ever talked about that on the pod. Uh, what we what we do is one at least one day a year. Um, we act like we're going to practice, and we actually sometimes we start practices. Apparently, yeah. according to their recollection, no, sometimes we, we do little, like four or five drills. Yeah, you went <laughs> a little too far one year. Like, okay, <laughs> and, and then uh, and then we uh, we pull them in and say, you know, hey grab your stuff we're out of here you know and and you know like the one year we went to dave and busters i don't i don't know what we all did there was one year we had like a movie day yeah yeah Yeah, that's what we did this you know this year we were really limited with covid and everything like that but yeah this year we were we we had our pre-practice huddle and i wrote it all out on this piece of paper and i said hey bria can you read this and it said you know you guys have 30 seconds to grab all your stuff and get out get your stuff out of the locker room we're going to the media center to watch a movie and, and have snacks all day or something like that, you know. And those kids didn't move that fast all <laughs> season, you know. Uh, but, uh, no, it, it's a great idea. It's a great way to break up the monotony of the season, I think. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, again, it's just that, that building of relationships yeah, and chemistry and that yeah. type of thing. So I still have that, uh, the drinking beer hat that yes. I won at Dave & Buster's my senior year. <laughs> It's one of those hats where you put the two beers on it. But it, well, it, could have, it could have been non-alcoholic. It was just... Yeah. <laughs> I I put it to use when I was legal, and it, it didn't really work very well. I think there was just a lot of dust in it. Ew. <laughs> I remember I came back with it, and Mr. Plum was like, Shannon, I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, that's the thing you would pick. <laughs> yeah. And all these things. And, and that's... Yeah. And then, yeah, hopefully... None of the uh, administrators saw that. (laughs) Coaches. There are numerous resources in in the coaching universe to help make better coaches. Podcasts, websites, videos, and everything in between. But if you're looking, if you're a coach looking for a resource that addresses the skills necessary to be successful, both on and off the floor, look no further than a pen and a napkin university. A pen and a napkin university is a series of courses designed to help any coach at any level hone their craft in the off season. 
Independent and Appian University features four separate courses starting in the first week of July to help develop your coaching skills. The four courses are Personal Growth and Development, Building Your X's and O's Philosophy, Building Your Program, and Fundamentals and Drill Work. Each course is seven weeks long with a new topic each week to dive into. The best thing about Independent and Appian University is its flexibility. You can sign up for a weekly topic, an entire course, or the entire program. It's whatever fits your schedule and your budget. For more information, send us an email at appenandanapkin at gmail.com. How's that for a read? That's that, sounded, that's that, that sounded interesting. Sounds uh, like an announcer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so, from a player's perspective, what are what are absolute no-nos for coaches to do? As my neighbor or somebody drives by with no muffler on <laughs> his car. So... Thanks, bud. Um, yep. Um, so no nos we'll, for we'll, coaches. We'll, we'll we'll let that roll past. So can you repeat the question? Yeah, just as a player, thinking back to your your days as a player, uh, what are things that? Because I think it's important. Sometimes we don't realize the mistakes we're making, mm-hmm. and we think that it's the right thing to do. And it's like, no, that was dumb. Don't do that. And and if it's something I did, I mean, I'm okay with it. You could you could share it. I don't care. I uh, I want to know. But but. Whether it's it's softball or any of the other things that you know, just what are what are no nos? What are things that coaches just should not do? Running? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Conditioning. Uh, <laughs> I for me, I don't. It's hilarious because I am such a talker. But like anything, like after a game, anything longer than like fifteen minutes, like in the locker 15 room. Fifteen minutes. I know. Ten. Ten. I know. Five but sometimes I just. I agree. I just feel like sometimes you say in you say so much that like I didn't. I don't. It gets to a point where no one's listening anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So in general, like all coaches, I, I mean, I think most people know that. But that for me, sometimes I was like, wait, but, what am but, I listening to now? Like I forgot. Like, but when, but, uh, but when did those situations happen? I feel like. When did they happen? Yeah, usually yeah, after we usually after after like we're still processing the game ourselves, and then somebody's trying to talk to us about it, and you're like, "I," yeah. in one ear, right out the other. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's and that. Or like you... scouting. I was sometimes I felt like <laughs> in gen again, not just you. Like in general, I feel like there's only so much a high schooler can absorb. Um, I think scouting is a super important part, and I think it's, but you can only do so much. I mean, it depends on the level too. Like varsity, obviously, way more than like any other, but it's just. Know, know your kids' limits and, like, what they can As long as they have an understanding change, of what the yeah. other teams like, certain players, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Things they run. Uh-huh. I, I think that's something that I've worked on. Like, after games right now, I mean, especially since I came back, um, I just basically, you know, hey, great effort, you know, try to keep it really short. Uh-huh. Especially if I'm upset. And I, you know, I just bas- I basically at the point where I just say the same thing after every game and you know we usually end it pretty much the same thing I told you guys hey if we won if we won hey that's great enjoy it till your head hits the pillow let's get ready to get back to work tomorrow yeah you know if we lost hey this sucks let it bother you till your head hits the pillow and then we get back up and work tomorrow you know? yeah and 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 I think that's one thing I've learned from mistakes from from saying the wrong things after a game especially after after being frustrated mm-hmm. you know and, and you feel like you either lost to a team you shouldn't lost to or you're frustrated with your team's effort yeah uh, those type of things I think that's something that again you learn through experience yeah so I do think you should have good conversations and I think there's great time for that yeah I just I think mine would have to be and 
not towards you, but, like, I've had coaches that have, like, only wanted you to be serious and, like, no smiling before a game. And, like, I get that, like, that works for some people, how they focus, but, like, I know for sure Laura likes to talk, and, like, I enjoy talking to Laura, and I feel like... More of a happy-go-lucky. Yeah, limiting, like, how your players warm up and how they choose to focus, like, and saying, oh, you no laughing before the game like you're not mentally ready like you don't know that i mean obviously if the game opens up and you're getting the crap kicked out of you like obviously but like i think it's just tough to tell someone how tell someone how they should focus yeah like i don't know if you guys remember but before every game senior i'd go to chick-fil-a and get number one with a sprite and if somebody told me not to do that, I would not have a good game. Like, that's just how I got ready for the game. Because halfway through the game, I'd get hungry, and then i Like, I would have to eat before the game, and it always yeah. had to be Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's different preparation. I think there's... Everybody sees it differently. You know, you... You guys, you know, like, if, especially, like, you guys played club ball in various different sports. And, you know, so not only were you playing for me, but you're, you know, you guys played volleyball, you played softball, you, you know, you, you played club basketball or softball or whatever it may be. So you're going through all these different experiences with all these different coaches and how they prepare for games. And everybody's going to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to do for it sure. differently. And I and I had, I had my things that I would do. And, you know... But other coaches may look at what I did and said, uh, you know, that's that's not – I would never do it like that. Mm-hmm. But that was good for me. Yeah. And I, and I always tried to realize that with you guys, that I really didn't care what you guys did before games as long as you came out and played hard mm-hmm. and concentrated and were great teammates. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could do whatever you wanted to, you know, and that was always my thing. That was, and I hope I conveyed that to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah, I think you just have to have, to have like the expectations. Like this is what I need to do when you get on the floor, and if you allow people, you know, give some guidelines. Or obviously, every coach has their own way of warming up, and I think that's good structure. But like how you do it, like if you like to listen to music and kind of dance to it, or if you like to like be straight faced and like really focused, mm-hmm. as long as you show up, I think ready to play. No, well, let's go to the opposite of that. What are some things that a coach again any sport doesn't matter uh what are things that you liked when coaches did x y and z i mean i think right away with that like i feel like just even coaches allowing us to do our own thing to get ready for a game you know what i mean like yeah like giving them some freedom to make decisions yeah um for me things i really liked was your um I know you built relationships with us and like you asked us about things outside of basketball yeah and that's what i really really appreciate because like obviously we're doing basketball all the time we're talking about basketball all the time but like when you ask about how's your sister how was this this weekend or whatever it is to me that shows that you care for about me more than just like the play i made or the mistake i made i don't know those things go a long way and like when you look back like, that's why all three of us are sitting here right now. Yeah. Because we had a relationship outside of basketball. Well, even um, just you attending our other sports activities as well. You yeah. Know I mean, like, yeah. the softball games you went to, the track meets you showed up at. Like, I feel like just creating that relationship on the court, but also off the court. Mm-hmm. Well. Like, taking interest into things outside of basketball. Because, I mean, we know that was only going to take us so far. Yeah. I mean, that really meant the world. Yeah. Uh, I was really 
you really miscalculated my intentions because I just assumed you were going to the WNBA and I was going to get 10% Get for tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's Never too late. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's not a... It's not an Xbox game. You're not a number. You're not a. Mm-hmm. You're not an avatar on a computer. You're you're a human being. You're a person, and and yeah, I wanted us to win. You know, I still frustrates me that, especially your senior year, we didn't get to the state tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there there were forces in that situation that we could that we could control. There were forces that we could not control with that. Um, but, um, you know, we, you know, I always wanted you guys to know that I truly cared about you as more than just basketball players that, and, and, and I think the, one of the things that I do take seriously is to stay in contact with my former players, you know, and this goes back to some of my scut players, former players are now in their thirties and they've got kids and and that type of thing and and uh that's important to me mm-hmm. but you, you i think it's important that you put effort into that as well that you, you can't and you can't fake it right yeah you can't fake it either you know so i mean i feel like you even just bringing random alumni back for certain different practices and stuff like that like that even just showed us like hey this is you know what i mean i'm still in contact with these players like this is the relationship that i create with players mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that they cared enough about the program that they would be willing to come back and talk to us was kind of cool. You know, you kind of want to be one of them then. Yeah, and, like, seeing their, like, seeing their perspective, like, in high school, you're worried about who knows what you like that week. But, like, like, what test I was going to take. Oh, yeah, for you. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think it was just, like, cool to see um, how, because, like, how do I explain this? Do your like best. Seeing, You've been like waiting our... two years to be on here, so you, you, <laughs> gotta, you gotta knock it out here. Well, like, seeing, like, Mamie come back, and it was just, like, cool to have, like, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she played basketball for you, and, like, she's still here, so, like, maybe you're not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. But I, it was just, like, refreshing to see, like, a different face around sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously it wasn't, like, all the time, but... It's just, like, like even, good to hear a different yeah. perspective. Like, like, they were in our shoes once right. running these horrible suicides and doing this awful We didn't do suicides that much. I didn't make you guys... Yeah, you, I like, really ran. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make you run just to run. Yeah, we often. would do a lot of, like... We did that really one. Did we did that free throw one. Okay, we'll make a free throw. I made mine. I made <laughs> mine. This is like I wasn't really worried that's about true. mine. That's true. That's true. It was when I had to run for other people. Fair enough. Fair enough. But... One drill. What's that one drill where the fives would just go like this? Oh, oh cycle drill. Yeah, yeah cycle. Yeah. All the guards are like, "Oh yeah." Like, well, you, you didn't. You didn't know the ulterior motive. I was, I was like, I knew Tara played better when she was pissed off. So what <laughs> that, can is, I do? that is actually what can 100% I do really. to piss her off. That is cycle so drill. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Or have number twenty-five throw an elbow and then we'll get Tara going throughout the oh. game. Sioux City and Elkhorn, I remember those too. Yeah, I'd be careful. Vividly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, whether whether it's sports, and, and I guess the the focus here on is on sports, but uh, what about your 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 playing experience, your coaching experience, and the things that your coaches have given you uh, prepared you for the next level of life? Whether that, I mean, you know, uh, with with 
playing. You guys, you know, you two played. Uh, Kaylee, you just retired. I did. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was fun. Most high school seniors are announcing where they're going to college. She's like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. So, but, uh, you know, just uh, whether it's academics or sports or whatever it may, may be, what are some things that your coaches uh, – what, what were important things that your coaches did uh, that you remember that helped prepare you for life beyond uh, Miss Dishler, Mrs. Dishler, excuse me. Okay, the That's one thing weird. I, I know, know, I go by Dish. Actually, it's kind of cute. The dish. My, my kids call me that. But yeah. um, you, I, I'm going to get it wrong. But something that like took me through, like got me through some pretty hard days in college was you said no, accept, fulfill. What's the one I'm missing? No, accept, embrace, embrace, excel. fulfill your role. And there were days where I hated my role in college, and then I would just think back and like. I again, it's like all about attitude, and I knew my role, and then I just had to think of like, okay, I'm contributing in a way. Maybe it's not scoring points or getting a lot of time on the court, but like, I embraced my role, and I realized that it was important, and that I don't know that you would say that, and I didn't. I literally don't think I even knew remembered it in high school. But when I got to college one day, it just came to mind, and I was like, I think Plum told me that, and it just got like <laughs> that got me through some hard days, and that and it kind of motivated me because like, your role can change and you can do different things, but. That was something I took from high school on. And then I think in college, something I learned a lot about was, like, mental toughness. My college coach would always tell me, like, doesn't matter, get better. And, like, at first I thought it was kind of cruel. Like, it does matter. No, you're <laughs> no, you're a thousand butter. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, I was called, like, a soft stick of butter as a freshman. And at first I was like – and then I realized I was very soft and I was mentally soft. And I feel like that's something I've taken – I mean, you can take even now, like, to – your job like you have to be mentally tough and understand that like you can get through things uh-huh. um mine would probably be just figuring out how to work well with well not maybe well sometimes but work well with people that have like different types of personalities or different work ethics or i love that different ways that they think and sometimes you may butt heads about something and other like because you don't see it from their side uh-huh. and you can obviously like pertain that to your work environment like i guess there's probably always going to be people that you're not gonna see eye to eye with that you work with but you just gotta you keep chugging no along idea. yeah <laughs> And I feel like that, I feel like it's important to say that, like, sometimes that, like, Tara and I were literally best friends in high school, and there was days where we were the ones butting heads, yep. and so we had to figure out how to, like, we had very different personalities, and very that's why different. we work, and that's why we work well, and that's why we sometimes did not work well, but we, we knew our limits, and we knew each other, and that was, I don't yeah. know, yeah. and we'd and stay like, up, we'd go to war for each other, yep. but it was still there's days, so that, I like that you brought that up. Yeah. Mark? I mean, I feel like just creating that work that work ethic and figuring out as yourself what your role is, like, not only on the court, but, like, also in life, you know? I feel like all my life I've been tall. That's just got me through sports. That's gotten me through, you know what I mean? Like, I just always was the tall girl. That's how I won everything because I was tall, you know? I was short. I'm tall. You're not. Yeah. Like, watch out. Like, give me this, like, superpower strength or something, you know? Um, but then, like, you get to high school and, like, you know, kids are the same height as you. Like, you really had to create who you were as a person, as a player, to get that spot on the court, to get that spot in the classroom, you know, whether, whatever it may be. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything you wish you would have known? Like, gosh. 
yeah, I didn't expect that. Or, you know, I've never experienced that, and I feel like somewhere along the line, I should have been more prepared for something that, that, that may have hit you. Oh, I don't know if this answers your question. I was just going to say, like, weightlifting matters. Things you do in the <laughs> summer matter. Like, people don't just say that. It, like, it makes a difference. I don't know. I feel like I don't have a regret, but you always wish. You almost, like, wish I would have just done a couple more individual workouts. Or I wish I would have got a couple more shots. I, like, yes, 1,000%. And I feel like <laughs> when, when you're in high school, like, I don't know. And even in college, there were days where you're just like, oh, I don't want to go do that. But it matters, and it makes a difference. And the people who are really good, they do that stuff without right. being pushed. It's like just developing individually as a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not everything happens in practice. You know, it's yes. the side of stuff. Like, uh-huh. I mean, there was girls I played softball with that would always stay after practice, and I'd be like, "Why are you doing that? Like, we already just had a three-hour <laughs> practice. Like, time. you know what I mean? Like, yeah." <laughs> and so, I'm, but now it's like looking back, it's like, no, I wish I would have taken twenty extra minutes to take ground balls or to shoot ten more baskets. You know, it's like. Those things that I think embracing it more than mm-hmm. what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, when, when you're in, when you're in junior high and high school and, and for all three of you guys, you're pretty naturally gifted athletes and, you know, Kaylee says it jokingly, but you know, you just more physically gifted a lot of the time, you know, and, and so therefore you don't have to work as hard, mm-hmm. but yeah. But when you got to, especially like that varsity level, or when you guys got to the college level, mm-hmm. and everybody's good. Yeah, and your everybody's good. doesn't get you yes. <laughs> anywhere. Boy, <laughs> I, I could make that pass. I've been able to make that pass all my life. Now I, now I can't. Mm-hmm. Or I, I have always been able to get this shot off. And I, and I think that, you know, when, when coaches are telling you that's not good enough, yeah, that's good, but it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. That's that's something I think that younger players have a hard time understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think that, you know, I, I think that's just a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. just a big part of it. So, yeah. Coaches want to have the opportunity to have a hands-on mentor to help you hone your craft as a basketball coach? Look no further than teachhoops.com, a place where p- coaches go to get better. Coach Steve Collins shares his three decades of coaching knowledge with his subscribers through resources like podcasts, one-on-one mentoring sessions, and much more with teachhoops.com. Go to teachhoops.com backslash A-P-A-A-N. That's a pen and a napkin where subscriptions start at $34.99 a month. When you sign up, you get a 14-day free trial. So combine teachhoops.com with a pen and a napkin to help make you the best coach that you can be. Tara, I forgot to tell you before I did that read to throw some more wood on the fire pit. So. So not the little Caesars boxes. Move the little Caesars boxes. Little Caesar sponsor. They are great accelerators. <laughs> well, you can put that on. It'll 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 burn up quickly because there's all that grease in there. The plums eat real healthy from time to time. <laughs> you know, so pizza is a good healthy diet. Yeah, it's 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 it hey, does a job. It's not the pizza ranch, but it's it's. Still good. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> I went to go to the pizza the ranch the other day, pizza and ranch. they were like, "Oh, the buffet's closed." So I'm like, "Why are you open then?" <laughs> The pizza ranch. Oh yes, no tr- no no trip was ever complete without the pizza ranch. So it's like that was term. so long, like freshman year when we had all those like tour around Iowa. Camps. Oh yeah, you guys went up to. We went well, up what? to your old hometown. Yeah, we went mm-hmm. to Notre Bellwood, Dame, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame was like one of my favorites. Yeah. 
love that trip. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. And I think also that's what created a ton of it too, is like you took us to like your hometown, you're like, Hey, let's play ball up here. You know what I mean? Like we're like, Okay. Like we just like (laughs) we don't know we were wanting to play with anybody, you know what I mean? I feel like we were just I don't know. It was fun. I just really wanted you to see my senior picture. (laughs) (laughs) Gave us a hometown tour. Yeah, yeah, it took about seven minutes. (laughs) So but well, you know, and, and I'm a, so so now I could I could tell you this now, um, there there was actually a, a a dual purpose to like especially that trip in the in the situation that we talked about at the beginning of the pod. I just felt like we were missing a connection altogether as a group, and and in some ways I felt like I was misunderstood maybe you know Mm -hmm. and so part of the purpose for that particular trip was no this is this is me this is where i come from this is this is who i truly am this is this is this is this is my environment and Mm -hmm. this is what helped shape me just like at this time this when you guys were 14 15 years old you know you're shaped me so this is my world this is where my influences come from please try to see my perspectives because you know this is where it was Mm -hmm. and and i don't know if it helped or hurt or not but you know i that was that was kind of part of that Mm -hmm. you know to hey here's here's my dad we're gonna spend the night at my dad's house and and uh you know seeing you more as a a person than just yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. for sure because i Yes, there has to be that coach-player relationship, right. mm-hmm. and there's got to be some distance there. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. And I'm using my hands here, and only you guys can see this. You're, <laughs> you're not you're not this far away. You know, you don't have to. It's not you can't function this far away. Yeah. You can't function this far away either. But yeah. you can be a lot Finding closer a than this. Mm-hmm. You right, know, yeah. and you yeah. and you and you can't you can't be afraid to get close to your players. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's. And, and I know again, there's there's boundaries, there's right. healthy boundaries, there's there's obviously, you know, things that that you know you have to, you just literally can't do. But part of those, and, and taking you out to, to Notre Dame was part of that, and, and giving you that experience, and and doing those things, and uh, you know, I mean, one of the best times of that trip was when we had to take shelter in the Walgreens. <laughs> CBS. I wasn't with you guys then. Oh, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, I really did. Like that, we thought a tornado was coming after us. Well, you guys, you guys were at the movies. All of a sudden, our alerts are going off, and and you guys are just getting in the cars, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they told us there's a tornado warning," and we pull away from. I'm like, "Why boring? What what are you talking about? We should have just turned right back around and went into the theater." But no, we were in West Chicago. We had no idea where we were, you know. And the one, the one tornado that's gone through Chicago in the last hundred right. years, we drove right through it. So, oh well. Um, this is a little bit more towards spear. Sorry, dish. That's okay. Um, I like both. I'm telling Riker. You, you are, you are now officially a teacher and a coach. And I, and I am. I, I, I joked at the beginning. I am so proud of you. I mean, Thank it's, you. it's, it's. it's and I'm proud of all of you guys, but in this situation, you know, uh, you you coming out, deciding you want to coach, and, and you got the opportunity to be at the state tournament, not only be at the state tournament, but win a state championship and that type of thing. And, and you play it down, but I know you were very important <laughs> to it. All right. Uh, got my stats. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
Uh, no stats about you. But what uh, what did you, as you jumped into this profession as a coach, as mm-hmm. a first year coach, uh, what were what were your challenges? What did you want to try and accomplish? Just what was your perspectives with all of this? Um, I was very intimidated at first just because I just wanted to make sure I said the right things or like did the right drills. Um, I was very fortunate just to be part of this program and coach Prince kind of gave me some freedom, especially when I just had my freshman practices. Like she just put that trust in me and I, it was, it's kind of nerve wracking. Cause I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I mean, I played in high school and college, but like everyone, I mean, you do the drills, like whatever drills your coaches do. And I had that freedom to kind of create that. Um, and that was cool. Um, I don't know, going into it, I was just really nervous, but, like, just your instincts, like, being part of a team and, like, your, again, your common goals and coming together, it was just really, it was really, really cool, and I kind of forgot what the question he was asked me, but... Well, just your experiences as a coach, you know, and... and I mean, um, I just, I also was very, very lucky to, I mean, it's not every, like, not a lot of first-year coaches just, again, get to go to state tournament and then win, is, win. Uh-huh. Um, so, like watching that I think I I just got the best learning experience because I, I mean I, I didn't know how much I had no clue how much time went into scouting I had absolutely no clue how much time went outside of practice for coaches so like shout out to all my coaches I appreciate like I had no clue and even like getting uniforms organized or making sure everyone has a locker for their lock or getting the balls out or just organizing everything was in gym times I mean we didn't even have a gym like the school wasn't we we literally couldn't practice until like we didn't have an auction until like November because it was a brand new school so it was just a lot of obstacles and I was so like I had no clue how much work went into it so that was a cool learning experience but I also felt like I learned a lot a lot from our players I mean we didn't have any seniors this year and so to do what they did was amazing but the amount of people and why I said like summer matters and after practice matters because the amount of players that did things after practice or on days off was insane and like I'd never seen a team do that before. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that can hear that in the background, it's the ice cream man. <laughs> Is it bad if they can um, Kaylee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask. We, so might, have, we might have to pause the podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream man! <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. It was just a really cool experience and I was really thankful to be a part of it and so so happy I get to go back again next year. But I mean, being a teacher too, it was, it was interesting because I teach at one Elkhorn High School and then I coach at Elkhorn North so it was kind of an interesting dynamic but just the I mean the, we talk about relationships and it's like again so cliche but it's so important and I don't know you would I didn't realize how much I would care for these people like you like you would literally do anything for them and you're you're so proud of them and you, like I, I don't know a lot of my pride is just like I don't know it's, it's just cool so cool to like not live through them but like get to see like them live out their dreams and be a part of it uh-huh. um I don't know. I it was kind of a dream come true, and I was just sitting on the sidelines. So yeah, pumping the fist, pumping the fist. Yeah, there you <laughs> Taking go. Taking my stats. Yeah, you should have got a towel out. You know, oh, start I mean, I, 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 gave, I gave the girls their towel and their water. I was good at that too. But yeah. very good. Um, so, last official question: if if you could go back and go then go, you know visit the 10-year-old Tara Cannon or the 10-year-old Laura Spear or 10-year-old Kaylee Barker, uh, what would what would you tell them? That's kind of mean. <laughs> I'd say work harder. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. I mean, I feel like... Or don't take it for granted. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy it more. Focus on it. 
I feel like I just kind of like went through it and I was like uh, complain you know, less. Like, I worked hard. I felt like in the moment, but it, it was that. I mean, I played three sports. I moved season to season. I didn't really yeah. think outside of yeah, that. Yeah, you, you, know? you didn't have. I think you were. You didn't have any. Down, yeah. yeah, you didn't yeah, have a lot of downtime. I feel like athlete of the year. Really well, <laughs> well, I feel like my doing the three sports they all kind of went hand in hand, and so like year round I was doing stuff, but it was in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like preparing me for the next season. Yeah. But but it, it had to. It had to have helped you. I, I, I'm guessing in some ways it yeah. kept you fresh. Like you, oh, absolutely. You, you were excited for basketball yeah. instead of dreading basketball because yeah. you weren't just playing basketball all the time. And, right. and how important was that for you to um, the the dual or the multi athlete, the the tri athlete mm-hmm. experience? How important was that for your? I mean, experience? I feel like that's just shaped me as I am as a person. You know what I mean? Like I feel like just being mentally tough for any situation that's thrown at you. You know what I mean? Like, the different kids you work with, um, well, play with, I guess. Being able, I mean, Tara, you talked about that, being able to pl- play with and work with all different different types of coaches and players and stuff. Yeah. I feel like, overall, it just creates this different mindset for you. Whereas, I mean, I know some kids that are one-sport athletes, not all of them, but they're like, well, I don't have time for that. I'm like, but you have, you have time for... 12,000 hours of workouts you know what I mean yeah. it's like why not do something else? you know it's like um, and some people that's just not their thing you know well, well, power to them for just doing one thing mm-hmm. do, do you guys think that you know, were, were you ever approached by a coach that said hey why are you doing this sport why don't you just focus more on no. this and I would I, tell them they're wrong yeah. if they told me that well I, I'm, yeah and, and I and I'm that's why I'm asking because I, I think it's absolutely wrong. I think more, for me, more, probably more of a club approach. Yeah. Well, yeah. for me, it wasn't really like the coaches I would ask. It'd be more of like the players or the parents. It's like, well, why can't you make it to practice Saturday? I'm like, well, I have a track meet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like there's there's some things that some people just don't understand. Like my focus as a player was always my school sport, mm-hmm. and then club and extras came after that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I had to miss softball tournaments because I had a track meet, but it's like, that was my school sport, so that's what I went to. And I think that's so important. I feel like we've kind of lost sight of that. Like, yeah. your school, yeah, whatever your in-season, like, in-season yeah. should be your priority. And I think that was my hardest part as a player, is, like, some people don't think that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Some people's priority is club. And, and I mean, I get it. That's if you're going to go D1 right. for something. So, like, that was hard for me. Like, some people are like, well, I'm going to miss that basketball game because I have a soccer game. I'm like, like, that's a club. You, your school. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go to your school. Sorry, soccer like, season. Yeah. yeah. You just got to so. have, like, those conversations, I feel like, with your teammates and coaches beforehand. Because I feel like right. if you're all on the same page, like, I could totally buy in if somebody's going D1 to go play volleyball. Like, right. I get why you're going to go to your volleyball tournament over your I Honestly, yeah. I could buy into that. But if you have, if you just, but you how have many that those, conversation how first. Many, well, and, and how many of those situations are, are there? Are right. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you that's know. why it's. Because it's like you're also committing to us as a team player, though. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't just keep leaving us because you have something else to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. Like you're committing to us. Like there needs to be a fair share. Yeah, uh-huh. like made a commitment. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, one of the one of the converse, you know, this happened on more than one occasion where a parent would say, "Well, you know, Susie or Becky's going to miss because you know we're going to to do something else." Right. You know, and it, and at least there, you know, there was a couple of times where, you know. If a kid said, I'm going to, to play another sport, and here's the reason why, as much as it drove me nuts, there was at least a percentage. It wasn't a very big percentage, mm-hmm. but there was a percentage that I was like, okay, I do see that. I 
I still think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, but I would often, when when we were addressing this in, in the preseason parent meeting, I would, a couple of times I said, you know, how would you guys feel if I said, hey, it's the middle of January, I'm going to go take my, my, my club basketball team and I'm going to miss a couple of games mm-hmm. because I'm going to take my club basketball team and we're going to go down to yeah. Oklahoma City right. and play in a tournament you know, Friday through Monday. So I'm going to miss a couple practices in a game. Now, if I did that as a coach, you would lose your ever-loving mind. Right. But you expect me to just go, eh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, you know. And that's where I, I think, and, and, I, and I understand, the, the, the kids and the parents sometimes feel like they're, they're trapped. Yeah, caught, like there's not an easy way. Yeah, because obviously and, the club coach wants them there, but obviously, and then the school coach wants them there. Yeah. You know? Well, then the parents are paying a lot of money for club, right? Yeah. But then you're like, yeah, you're in high school season. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like getting mad at a player for something like there's right. a lot going on in their mind, and mm-hmm. getting mad at them and yelling at them and punishing them. And there's a lot of other factors, just kind of does more harm than good. And I feel like in my situation, there wasn't really one sport that I was better at than the other. And so I feel like they were all kind of like, I mean, like there's some kids that are way better at volleyball than they are soccer. Yeah, and that's what I was like saying. And so it's like like, they're going to commit to that. But like for me, I was like, well, I mean, this is kind of a good and bad thing, I guess. But like, I mean, I played softball more months out of the year, but that's just because it was summer season. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. But You you had more time in the summer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was no one sport took priority of the others yeah i guess as a like a coach we had some situations like that this year and i we had a couple players who did like miss a tournament or a game and to come to practice and i just felt like i know sometimes it's easier just not to talk about it but i would always go on my way to ask them like how was how was that tournament how was it and then like acknowledge i like to acknowledge like you know it means a lot that you're here thank you for being here today like it means a lot to your teammates so like acknowledging them that like their effort in their other sport matters but also acknowledging like their commitment to this team like I don't know. Sometimes ignoring it makes it worse. Yeah. Like having yeah. that coping conversation. Because you don't know the conversation that goes on at home. Yeah. You know I mean? Exactly. Like there could be a lot of stress at home because what decision do you make? Yeah. You know. And I kind of want to touch on what you said about um, making sure that, like, to tell them that they're appreciated, that they're there. Um, I think, like, one of the great things you did in high school is that you always, you always, like, told us you were proud of you. And no matter how mad you were, like, you would somehow, like, work in a compliment or, like, hey, you did this well, but you kind of sucked at this. <laughs> but I think, like... And I'm still bleeding. Well and, yeah, <laughs> well, and sometimes, like, I've had coaches where, like, it would kill... They would fall over and die if they, like, gave you a, hey, good job, or, hey, you did this like they well. Like, they, they're just very like. negative. Mm-hmm. And, like, it sounds, like, so small in minuscule, but, like... It does mean a lot, and, like, finding out how to coach your players, like, I know that you liked yelling at me. You can admit it. <laughs> you liked yelling at me, but, like, it No, also, I didn't. You, I didn't. I didn't like yelling at you. But, like, you knew it, like, lit a fire under my butt. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, like, like if you would yell at someone else, me. like, they might not respond the way that yeah. I would. Yeah. So, yeah. like, learning, like, establishing that relationship, like, it all goes back to the relationship. Mm-hmm. But, like, establishing that relationship with your players and, like, figuring out, like, what makes them tick, like, what makes them <laughs> kind of <laughs> work harder. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and even, like, just how I said, like, you were always great at giving, like, hey, good job. Like, 
even if it's just like they made a layup in a drill like good job like you have no clue how far that because you remember the bad things more so if you say like we'll finally the good things will finally stick yeah well i i appreciate that and i've never not been proud of you guys Mm -hmm. you know um but i did coach you guys differently I knew I could yell at you. Yeah, that's true. I knew I could not yell at you. Yeah, not as much. <laughs> Very much. You know, um, you know, Bark, it was all about making her believe yeah, that she confidence. was as good mm-hmm. as she could be mm-hmm. and, and building up her confidence. With Schlotman, it was challenging her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Just... I don't, I don't know if you can guard her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And so, yes, I coached you all the same, but I also coached you all differently, whether you realized it or not. But the reason why I did that is because I we had built that relationship. There's that word, relationship. Um, Should title this relationship. <laughs> um, but we, you know, we we put in the time, and I can put in all the time that I would want to to try and build that relationship. What was great about you guys is you chose to put that mm-hmm. relationship into yes. me, mm-hmm. and totally. you and you understood, Tara, that when I did get mad at you. It wasn't I was mad at Tara. I was mad at Tara, the basketball player. Mm-hmm. It was never I was never mad at Tara, the person. He shot the three from half court. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I made too many of them. But <laughs> you want to know a funny story? I don't know if you know. Your, uh, your dad's cousin, Tim. Tim. Yes. You were, I think it was your junior year, and I was over at Millard North one day, and I was talking with Tim, and we were talking about you. And, uh, and, Here we uh, go. And uh, I so, Tim, I, I, I don't know if you remember this conversation. Um, Tim said, wow, my, my cousin Bob says she can really shoot the three-point shot. <laughs> I said, yeah, she can, Tim, and sometimes that's the problem. <laughs> See, no one suspected me. They just saw big six-foot tarot, like, she can't move outside the paint. And I just... Yeah. Yeah. But... The but trail three was you wouldn't set. get mad at me when I made it though. So well, that's who why would? I just kept shooting. <laughs> Eventually yeah. going right. You guys got mad. I was at the top of the key and everybody goes no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. But, yeah. And then I banked it. So I mean, I kind of yeah, yeah. And then you kind of so. yeah. I'm like, oh, this was uh, this was awesome. Uh, Thanks for was having it, us. Was it worth the wait? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Want to come back for part two? <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored. Uh, well, we've got another two or three years. I, mean, I, could, I can check this off my bucket list. Like, I've always wanted to do a podcast. Like, well, I think this is so cool what you have going on. Well, it's it's been it's been really cool. And and uh, I've been really lucky with this. The, the, biggest, the biggest reason uh, why this has has done what it's done and and kind of taken off here is is because of the experiences i've had with 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 kids like you you know and uh you know this this is a a special night for me it's been great i'm so glad that you guys came over um it, it only took Barker like six seconds to respond to the text when I sent it out the other <laughs> yes, day. I know my phone was blowing up. I was working. I was like, "What is yeah, going on?" Yeah. Uh, 
but I love you guys. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Um, leaving that locker room after your last game was still one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Yeah. And uh, I, no, I, I don't want to put too many groups ahead of one or the other, but um, because I've done this long enough now, but. <laughs> Yeah, don't get too big a hit. But, uh, you know, you, that, the, the journey was going to end. It just should have ended in a different place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no regrets either. Mm-hmm. There's, no regrets. No, there's no regrets. No so, uh, but I love you guys, and thanks so much for coming on here. Thanks for thanks having, having us. It means a lot. Yeah, Thank so. you. All right, well. Again, we want to thank our founding sponsor, COSAC Chiropractic, for come, uh, for sponsoring the pod. Again, if you needed any chiropractic services, don't hesitate to call Dr. Kevin or Dr. Heidi at 402-964-0300. Subscribe to teachhoops.com. Go to teachhoops.com backslash APAAN. A pen and a napkin university. It starts Monday, July the 5th. Be sure to sign up for it. Follow us on Twitter at a pen and a napkin. Download, rate, and review the pod. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail. My name is Marty Plum. I am privileged and honored to have Kaylee Barker, Laura Dishler, and Tara Cannon in my life. And it has been a wonderful evening. Coaches, as always, let's pray for peace. Let's stay safe. And let's be sure to hone our craft more than ever.